Chapter 10 of Innocencia, a story of the prairie regions of Brazil. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Piotr Nater. Innocencia, a story of the prairie regions of Brazil, by the Viscount of Taunay. Translated by James William Wells. The Letter of Recommendation. When Mayer opened his eyes in the morning, he perceived Cyrino already up and occupied in arranging the contents of a small trunk. "'Oh!' he exclaimed admiringly, "'the Signor is indeed an early riser.' "'It is true,' Cyrino somewhat sadly replied. "'And Juki yet sleeps. He is a man, that Juki. He seems more like an armadillo than a human being. All day long I have to keep waking him up.' And adapting his practice to his words, the phlegmatic master proceeded to arouse the servant, who, after a prodigious amount of awful yawns, groans, and stretching of limbs, at last sat up on the hide on which he had slept, and commenced to rub his puffy and sleepy eyes. "'God be with your worships,' said he at last in the interval of two terrific yawns. "'Oh, Mochu, you have robbed me of the best of my sleep. I was just dreaming that I had returned to Rio de Janeiro and was following a band of music in the Largo de Rocio. Do you know the Largo de Rocio? he inquired of Serena. No. She, what a square it is, eh, Mochu? It... Uh. Another yawn impeded the coming description of the famed square. Juki, exclaimed Mayer joyfully, the day is clear and bright. We shall be able to collect at least twenty new butterflies. How much will Mochu give me if I capture twenty-five? Five and twenty? repeated the german doubtfully yes five and twenty and even more six and twenty say how much will you give oh i give you two mil reis it is done i close the bargain i am always thus as bread is bread and cheese is cheese so certain am i that they call me jose pino your servant carioca by birth christened in the parish of lagoa out there by the way of brocco and now interrupted mayor Go and fetch some water for a wash, and find the soap and comb in the trunk. Now look, you doctor, continued the servant, still seated on the floor, and turning to Serino. This life of mine is six hundred diabos. We left Rio more than two years ago, eh, Mochu? Two and twenty months, replied the methodical mayor. Very well. All this time we have just been on the tramp, as though we were doing a job of penitence. And not only that, not a bit of it every day we march at least thirty-six miles running here there backwards and forwards tumbling about and all in search of the flying bichos Juki, mayor attempted to observe look you well it is as i say proceeded josepino i am now just mad against such tomfoolery i can't imagine why nostro senor created such a heap of useless creatures well he only knows as to myself, I would, if I could, put fire to all the maggots, for from maggots come out all those insects that are filling up worlds of places. But look you, doctor, there, in the country of this man. Poor fellow, he's such a good sort, you know, and I think very much of him. Why, these bichos are worth even more than gold dust. Also, if the mochu did not like me very much, I would not put up with what I have to bear such another as he you will not meet now senor one who has so much patience no there are not two of them i know during this flood of words mayer went himself to procure in his trunk the requisite soap and comb and showing 
those objects to the speaker he energetically vociferated shut up Juki, shut up chatterbox go fetch some water or i will not take you with me to the woods to-day with many mutterings to himself and taking a large zinc basin from amidst the baggage josepino went away to obey the order that man presently observed mayer in apology for his servant is a very good fellow faithful and honest but an awful talker but to me he is invaluable for he catches butterflies with great dexterity the men entering at the moment thus heard his own praises therefore with an air of grave importance he placed the great basin on the ground in front of mayer who after removing his spectacles squatted by its side the legs of the german were so long in comparison to his body that when he bent his head over the water his knees were on a level with his shoulder the ablution occupied some minutes and the hair was still glued to his skull and the water yet dripping from his long locks when pereira entered the appearance of the naturalist was grotesque in the extreme nevertheless so varied is the appreciation of every one of us so capricious the judgment of the senses that the mineiro approaching sirino said to him in a low voice do you not observe my friend how fine a figure is this foreigner so stately he is and what eyes he has any woman would lose her heart for the sake of this big bicho well senor maya he continued in a loud voice as he interpolated his idea of masculine beauty how have you passed the night ah senor pereira pardon me for not seeing you i am without my spectacles but wait an instant and i will talk to you and still dripping wet he ran for his glasses now i am all right he added as he placed them before his salient eyes my good friend i slept like one without sins then observed sirino i should have them in abundance for from midnight until now i have not closed an eye this is the return of some amor replied pereira laughing and clapping his guest on the shoulder sirino trembled visibly yes you are a young man and doubtless have left some sweetheart behind you up there in minas and now and then her memory upsets the heart ah it is just the age for it you know that's it most probably added mayer with all gravity now is it not so insisted pereira now confess it will do you no harm is it not really a return of amor i i will swear stammered sirino oh if it is observed jose pino who considered he ought to join in the conversation i in rio janeiro the german calmly turned towards his follower and cut short any further remarks of his juki said he go at once and see after the mules and don't you meddle when white people are talking with your patron as the man was about to retort go go continued his ever serene master your discussion never serves for anything jose muttered something but went away grumbling to himself mayer thought it right to again apologize for his man a good fellow said he a good fellow but an awful talker but now really do tell me earnestly inquired pereira stepping back a pace and expressing on his face the anxiety of one who desired to solve a doubtful problem is it actually true that the seigneur is wandering all over these sartans just to stick insects certainly responded mayer with some enthusiasm in my country they are very valuable for purposes of science and for placing in museums and collections i am travelling by order of my government and already i have forwarded many cases all full 
They are very precious indeed. Now, just think of that, exclaimed Pereira, aghast with astonishment. Whoever could imagine that one could ever go a-hunting these beaches? Cruth, a man like this, a doctor, to go a-running about after fireflies and other little beaches of the woods, just like some boy a-chasing the cicadas. Well, well, one learns a lot in this world. Now look you, senor, if I had not a family, I would be quite capable of going with you to these worlds away about here, for I always like to mix with people of quality. That's my nature. Who knows me knows that is so. How goes the invalid? inquired Serino, distractedly, interrupting that cataract of words. Truly, I am very contented. She took another dose, and seems now to be nearly well, and already looks like another person. The Signore really performed a miracle. Under favor of Dios, the Virgin Purissima, and all the saints of heaven, added Serino with all modesty. Don't you cure? inquired Pereira of Mayer. No, Signor, I am a doctor in philosophy in the University of Leipzig, and— Is that the name of a bicho? interrupted Pereira. No, Signor, it is a city. No one would have thought it, but Signor Maya, continued Pereira, as he points towards Sirino, there stands one with whom the fevers won't play the fool, eh? Ah, exclaimed the German, opening yet more his prominent eyes, I am very happy to know such a distinguished notability. In places like this they are very rare. Ah, are they not? exclaimed Pereira. Fortunately he arrived here just in time to put the child on her feet, a daughter of mine, and— the face of Serino flushed, and with difficulty he suppressed the emotion he experienced at her mention, and with a grave air he ejaculated, Pray don't mention it, Senor Pereira, the case was a very simple one, merely an ordinary fever common to the rainy season. I saw at once what was necessary to be done, a mild sudorific, and two or three doses of quinine, and the thing is finished. Mayer followed these therapeutical indications with his eyes fixed upon the speaker. Afterwards he turned to Pereira, and with an emphatic nod of his head, expressed his approbation by saying, "'Good doctor! Good doctor!' From that moment Sirino experienced a decided sympathy for the German, and Pereira, seeing the friendly disposition of the men towards each other, and one which he had been instrumental in establishing between two such evidently great savants, felt very much gratified to have this opportunity of sheltering both of them at the same time under his humble roof. Then, said the Mineiro, recommencing to touch upon the butterfly question, will your government pay you very well, eh, Senor Maya? Sufficiently, and all the authorities aid me very much. I have many letters, letters of introduction. Here, would you like to see them? Juki, Juki, he clamoured, forgetting that the man had left the room. Come here. Ah, I forgot that he has gone to water the animals. Never mind, I will show you directly. Taking from amidst his baggage a small waterproof-covered box, he opened it and produced therefrom a bundle of letters, carefully numbered and neatly tied with tape. This one is for Miranda in Matugrosu, he announced as he turned over the letters. This one is for Cuyaba. This for Diamantina. These others here are letters that I shall have to return to the writers, for I could not find the people to whom they were addressed. Are there many of them? inquired Pereira. Three or four. Here is one for Senor João Manuel Quaresma in Oliveira, another for Senor Quintana in Pitangui, 
This one is for Senor Martinio dos Santos Pereira in Piumi. Eh, what? Almost screamed the Mineiro, greatly astonished. Read that name again. Read. Mayor obeyed. But that name is mine, exclaimed Pereira excitedly. That letter is for me. What? stammered the German in surprise. Now that is very curious. It is me, me, boisterously shouted the Mineiro. That is clear. Whoever wrote that letter thought that I yet lived in Piumi, for I never told anyone where I moved to. Open the letter without fear. Oh, Senora Santanna, what a day it is, surely. Who would have thought it? A letter. You can read it, Senor Maya. I am all afire to know who wrote me. Martinio dos Santos Pereira of Piumi. Yes, that's me, no doubt of it. There are not two of us. Just see the name, the name only, of whoever has sent me the letter. The German, after some scrupulous hesitation, broke the seal, and glancing his eyes over the letter, he slowly read aloud the signature, Francisco dos Santos Pereira. Chiquinho, exclaimed the Mineiro in the height of joy. It is my brother Chiquinho, whom I long ago thought to be dead. Note. Little Frank. End of note. May Nosso Senor preserve him for many years. Oh, Chiquinho, did anyone ever see anything like this? What strange things happen in this world? Eh, Senor Sirino? Who would have thought that this man who arrived here in the middle of last night would bring me in his trunk a letter from my brother, he whom I have not seen for more than forty years? Well, well, what changes there are in this world? What? Let me see. Ah, yes, it was in 1819? No, in 20. But there, read me the letter. Let us see what Chiquinho says to me. Poor old chap, he must be pretty old now. Out of all the family he was the most sensible, he was also the oldest. Oh, senor, you are indeed welcome to this house. Whoever brings me notice of my family... Mayer interrupted this torrent of effusion, which promised to be without end, by commencing to slowly read, or rather spell out, the contents of the communication, for the queer characters of the letters sometimes obliged him to twist and turn the paper, hold it close to his eyes, and try to decipher it in one position or another. Martinio, said the letter, I send you these ill-traced lines only to hear of your health and to tell you that the bearer is a senor of great learning, and who goes to the wild town travelling and studying the countries. He came to me from Rio de Janeiro, strongly recommended. I ask you to accommodate him, not as any casual passer-by, but as if he were I in person, your eldest brother, and the head of our family. Poor brother, exclaimed Pereira, half-crying. He is a man, Mayer continued to read, of great education. Adeus, Martinio. I am settled here in Mato do Rio, on a small farm. I have five children, three males and two females. These last are married, and have, some long time ago, given me grandchildren. My health and strength are yet good. It is more than eight years since I received any news of you. Do you know that Roberto died in Paranan? Roberto, ah, poor fellow, Pereira interrupted in a moved tone of voice, and suddenly, as the memories of his boyhood flashed across his mind, his eyes filled with tears. And without more, concluded Mayer, adeus. May you be happy, and adeus. Your brother, Francisco dos Santos Pereira. Well, really, said Pereira, somewhat affected, as he tendered his hand to the German, the senor has indeed filled me with joy. Clasp this hand, and if ever it is raised, 
even to disturb a hair of your head or against any one of your family, no matter what may be the offence, then may it be destroyed by Deus, who now hears me. Thank you, Senor Pereira, said the other with animation as he returned the clasp of the hand. Sim, Senor, continued the Mineiro, this letter I value more than one from the Emperor who governs Brazil. That is what I say, Senor Maya. Mayer, observed the German, emphasizing the last syllable, Mayer. Ah, true, it is necessary to translate. Mayer, Mayer. Ah, now I have got hold of the thing. But as I was about to say, this house is yours. My brother, my eldest brother, told me to receive you as if you were he himself, Chico. Well, so shall it be. You shall be just one of our family. Anyone can see that is what he means. I understood at once. If I did not, I should be very stupid. And by favor of Deus, no one can say that of me. The Senor will dispose of me as he wills, and my barn, my lands, my slaves, my cattle, and everything else, in part or wholly, are his. Who is now speaking is no longer the owner of any one thing here. The real owner is the Senor. My brother wrote me. That is enough. There is no need to think for a moment that I will not obey the orders of my superiors and relatives. It is just as if I had received a command from the hand of the Emperor, the son of Pedro I, who turned out the Portuguese and raised this empire on the field of Ipiranga, away there by São Paulo de Piratinim, where in those days there used to be a college of priests and monks in great number, the starting place of the old pioneers who went out to distant worlds to fight wild Indians and hunt jaguars, and carry their standards to the banks of the Paraguay and the falls of the Paraná, even extending their excursions to the reductions, whence they brought away a crowd of captives in chains, but so many of whom died on the road, that only a few hundred arrived, and so thin were they that... Pereira delivered himself of all these phrases with surprising volubility, so much so that Mayer gazed at him with a blank expression of astonishment while he waited for an interval in the torrent of words to slip in some words of thanks. It was, however, only after some moments that he was enabled to sharply ejaculate a resonant thank you, and follow it up by observing, but the senor talks like a very cataract. Do you not get tired? Tired? Not a bit, replied the Mineiro boastfully. The people all about here are by nature only little talkers. But I, no, senor, for I was born and bred amongst civilized people. Note. Reductions were the names given to the settlements of Indians in the care of the Jesuits in Paraguay. In 1630 there were twenty such settlements with 70,000 inhabitants. It is reported that 140 Spaniards entered Paraguay from Brazil and attacked the reductions with 1,500 Tupi Indians, all well armed and in military order, and carried away as slaves 7,000 prisoners. End of note. End of chapter 10